Welcome everybody to When the Right One Comes, the men's edition. And it's called today, What Women Really Want to Know from Men. What women really want to know from men. I've had women from all over the country DM me questions for the panel today. I want to do something different. Ask the men. And so uh, we want you to comment, but I want you to subscribe and like the channel. That little thumbs up, like the channel when the right one comes. We are overhauling the whole channel. Welcome to Groundbreaking Studios. Uh, every Monday night, 10 p.m., expect us to roll out a new episode every week. Let me know how you're enjoying it. Below is how you can support the studio, how you can support when the right one comes and all that I do. So I have um, some influential men of our city, the city of Detroit, um, that, that we um, invited to be a part of Ask the Men. And it's their perspective, and I'm sure along the way you'll find your voice of what, what you like and what you want to hear. You know, I did a men's panel for, for three years during the pandemic online, over 100 episodes, and many of you heard from the men and got their perspective. You always want to listen to the opposite sex so you'll learn what it is that they want and like. You can't just listen to another woman because you have the same thoughts, but a man will tell you what a man needs and wants. So tonight, today, whenever you're watching this, you're going to hear from the men. And um, back with me, he's a resident here. He did the first episode here. Um, and I want him to introduce us. I'm going to let each one of them introduce themselves and uh, kind of tell what they do in the marketplace. Well, what up, though, Bishop? Glad What's to be happening? back with you and these uh, founding members. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Got, got the first Go With God membership. Got it. So. <laughs> and got your date on the wall. You signed the wall. You know it. You yeah. know it. No, glad to be back here at the Groundbreaking Studios. What you're doing, your vision is amazing. Glad to be with these amazing brothers as well. Um, you know, if we had to move the color purple on the screen here, I'd tell you, just like Sophia, all my life, <laughs> I had to fight. And so uh, 2023 being 23 years as a survivor of stage four cancer and wow. putting out mm, my wow. 16th book and uh, whether it's doing a TED Talk or just empowering people in the community is what it's all about. Congratulations on the TED Talk. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Services are rent we pay for the space we occupy. So glad to occupy the space and, and, and give back to help people move forward. And his DMs are full right now. <laughs> Soaking wet. Soaking wet. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Welcome, sir. Um, yeah, it's always amazing going after Eddie because he always got these beautiful words, right? <laughs> um, my, name, my name is Darius Beard. I'm, I'm excited to be here as well. This is my first time in this amazing studio. If y'all haven't you. been to a groundbreaking studio, this is one of the most best studios I've ever been to. Oh, man. Um, my background is in real estate. I do real estate development. I've been doing real estate development for seven years, started in residential, then got into commercial real estate, where I buy mixed-use multifamily development properties. Good to know you, man, and thank you for saying that. I know you wasn't just saying that because you see a lot of property. There you go. Right. <laughs> my ex-neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Hello, sir. <laughs> How you doing, Bishop? Uh, super excited to be here um, along these esteemed brothers. Um, and along you, Bishop, you've been a great friend of mine for, uh, for for years, and I appreciate you and thank you for the invite. And we go to the same church. And we go to the same church, right? Yeah. So shout out to um, to Triumph Life. Um, but my name is Armand Rashad. I uh, own Jabs Gym at Easter Market. Um, my life is broken up to three major pillars: uh, fitness, um, real estate, and then um, mentorship. 
I think it's super important. I grew up without a dad, so I think it's super important that we stay in the faces and the minds and hearts of uh, young black boys. So that's kind of my current mission. And uh, today I'm going to be uh, a relationship expert. So right. <laughs> <laughs> and try to try to shine some light on perspective of uh, being uh, being a young man in uh, America today. And congratulations on on several fronts. Um, you know uh, what God is about to do next for the gym. Oh, we he, take, that. he takes destruction, mm. and he builds something new in the midst of it. And Absolutely. I know that's a that's a weird thing to say after devastation. But everything God has done in my life has been after devastation. Mm. It's right here. I went no, through I went through something in the midst of mm. doing this. No, yeah, yeah. So congratulations on what's next for you, and congratulations on your your inheritance. Hold on, can, we, can, we, can, we, can we zoom in on? Can we zoom in on a little baby, Lisa? <laughs> can we zoom in on like a pretty a little baby? Father. I'm like I'm that type of dad. I'm that type of dad. So you want to see my baby? Man, I mean, I didn't know I would be this way, but I'm giddy. I got a uh, a, a, a two month old, and uh, man, I'm unbelievably blessed and excited. Man, she's just it's perfect. I, she what I didn't think I needed. So, so ladies, all yeah. fathers are not. Deadbeats and not excited about their children. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hello, right there. Definitely. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna get started. Uh, uh, things that the ladies want to know. Ask the men tonight. I want to start at the beginning. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, Kimberly from Norfolk sent this. Um, what is your ideal? We're just gonna play like everybody's single, so I don't want nobody if you're watching and you attached them. We're we playing like every, we just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: We don't want nobody talking. About, what was that? You said <laughs> right. Well, my lady, right in front of me. Right, we got right. that in the studio right. already. Well, I ain't worried about her. She <laughs> understands this whole game right now. That's a real man. Did y'all hear? He said she's sitting right in front. Shout out to my girl, Makia, because she she has she has bought into this studio. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Morning, you know. I appreciate some, her. Yeah. We appreciate her. Yeah, I appreciate, and and it's because of her that you're here tonight. She Absolutely. Said, my man, my man, coming. Oh man. And shout out to Keon Clinton because he was supposed to be here. And um, he had an accident, and so we're praying, praying for him. Oh, wow. and, and you coming? Yeah, you didn't absolutely. know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. He had an accident. We got. Yeah, the, I found yeah. out you through you. Yeah, he had oh, an accident. Wow. Sent the pictures and everything. Praying for that brother. Yeah. So, first dates. Um, what is an ideal first date for a man of influence? A man that making six figures. A man that has done TED talks. A man who's a real estate mogul owns his own property gym. We're talking to guys that are not just your average guys. What is a first date? Because this is this big thing. Matter of fact, I did it on Clubhouse the day before we, they may even still be on there, but uh, I host a, a room in Clubhouse every day and we talked about coffee dates. Yeah. And there was a, a viral video of a, 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 a young woman that was talking about. I don't want no coffee dates. Mm -hmm. I, I want to go. Mm -hmm. I want to go out immediately to you know. I'm 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 spending thirty six dollars for a concealer, putting on the wig and makeup and all that. Don't take me to a coffee shop now. Full disclosure. You want to be seen. When I was <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. Full disclosure. When I was doing my television show on World Network, I would leave there every day. Eddie, you you probably seen me down. I would sit at Starbucks every day before the pandemic, mm -hmm. and sometime I would meet somebody and I would say, "Meet me at Starbucks." And then right. it would turn into a date after that. So, gentlemen, what is an ideal first date? Uh, you got it. Come on, coach. <laughs> I, man, I think that um, I'll tell you something I don't like. What's that? Uh, man, don't 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 bring up. Oh, my girl used to. I oh, didn't. I see you. 
I man, I I, I dislike that. I I, mm. I think one thing when you you know you promoting your business and you got to be in the public eye. I think I I just want people to take me for me. You know what I mean? Just like let's whatever I tell you, that's what I told you. Whatever you told me, that's what you told me. I don't want to you know hear about your girl that used to like me in college. You know what I mean? I think it takes away from my ability, our ability to start from ground zero and get to know each other organically. Um, and I just. Man, I just want to start. I, I just like an even playing field where everybody can just kind of start with getting to know each other from from square one and not any preconceived notions. I know that's definitely a barrier entry for me. Coffee yeah. date or not? I'm cool with the coffee date. Yeah, I'm cool with the coffee. I if a woman says no, I don't want to meet you at the coffee place. I don't want to meet you for that. Is that a is that a like? Deal like I mean, at that point, I think now she's she may be just trying to get get a free meal at that point, right? Like, uh, and women have told you me you eat anyway. Right, I got I got a gym exactly. I got a gym full of women, and they tell me, Armand, sometimes I go to dinner with men, and I don't even like them. I just I just they invited me to hey meet me at Roof Chris or meet me at Capitol Grill, meet me at this place, and they like that place, and they agree to the date where this man spending two three hundred dollars yeah. um, on dinner, and they agree to it just to just because they want to eat the food. They're not really interested in the man at all. So um, I like the idea of a coffee date. Okay, and and, and she said that it. It's a, uh, it's like I'm on display. He really wants to come see how I really look. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's me talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, what's an ideal first date? So for me, um, my ideal first date is based off my intentions, right? So Ooh, that's good. So before, you know, my ideal first dates look different when my intentions were to get the goods or to execute or to 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 be promiscuous with a woman, right? My ideal first date would look like let's go somewhere where we can indulge, we can drink, we can have fun, we can dance, we can dance, we can be misogynist, right? Now, for me, the space that I'm in right now, my first date looks like fun and communication. I want to get to know you because my intentions are not my intentions are to date you for a wife. I'm looking for a wife. So for me, it's all about where my intentions are. So for me, I can do a coffee date all day because I love to understand how a woman thinks. Like, I want to ask questions. I don't want to be in a loud setting where I can't really get to intimately know you. I want to get to ask those deep questions. I want to understand who you are as a person. Because for me, that lets me know where I'm going to take this relationship. So, the kind of date has to do with intentions is what you're saying. Yes. So, when you were younger and wasn't serious, oh yeah, the date looked different. Just meet at the club. Oh, yeah. I love it. A club 100%. date. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first Cause thing. you only I'm, have one in. in, in only have one attention. The yeah. first thing I'm going to do when I get there, I'm ordering two rounds. <laughs> right. What's that doing? Because that's going to get I'm you. I'm flow. Yeah. Gonna get, right. Right. That's going to wake everybody up. That's going to wake everybody up. Uh, right. I everybody ain't been a bishop all the time. Yeah. So now, you know, everybody going to be more loose. Everybody going to be more free flowing. Once alcohol, we, we know once alcohol gets into individuals, different people come out. And for me, listen, ladies, listen, go ahead. And for me, like, that's what I wanted in that moment. So for me now, I don't go to the club and meet women. I like to, you know, eat, have taco dates and just we, yeah. we, we, we in the kitchen cooking together. The sober first dates, day yeah. where we can just yeah, sober days. There you go. Yeah. So we can actually build and get to know each other. Because for me, I'm looking for a wife at this stage. And you're a man with means with, that you can do the $300 date. Absolutely. I've but, done the $300 dates. Yeah. I've done the, I met you out. And now let's go get something to eat. Three hundred dollar day. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even get to day. know you. I just met you same day, and we we went from the bar to the dinner. Yeah, yeah. same dates. Let me ask you a question. Then I'm coming at it. 
Because a man spends, I have a philosophy. Just because you have a good time don't mean you're a lifetimer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Because a man that has means will throw $300 away mm-hmm. like it's nothing. It's disposable versus a man that don't have as much. So tell the ladies, does that mean anything because a man spend, a man of means spends a lot of money on you? Absolutely not. Because if I'm treating you that way, that, that means that that's showing my motives. Ooh. Yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm willing to spend money to get you to do a certain kind of thing, then that should be telling you where my mind is at. Yeah. And, and, part, and part of it, if I can add to what D said, part of it, Bishop, half the time I was already going there to eat anyway. That's what I said. Like, <laughs> I'm eating anyway, so yeah, I, don't yeah. I was I just already going anyway. company tonight. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, Miss, thank you for taking me to a nice spot." And it's like, you know, I be here with my guys every Thursday anyway. So <laughs> that's why I didn't know my name. Didn't you right, know what right, right. That's why we got this table. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Eddie. I, I think it's um, depending on wallet versus wisdom. You know, do you just want... Do you want to know what I'm driving or what's driving me? And uh, whether we pull up for coffee or we getting crumpets, we go into Starbucks or we go into, uh, you know, Cheesecake Factory or Ruth's Chris, either one shouldn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so... It, like you talked about, you know, just for a good time or a lifetime, if you intend on a lifetime, doesn't matter what we do, whether we go on bowling or whether we're, uh, you know, going to a banquet. Mm-hmm. You know, it, either one shouldn't really matter because you enjoy my company. You want to get to know who it is that I am. And so whether that's a, a inexpensive date or a very expensive date, either one of them shouldn't really uh, shouldn't really matter at the end of the day. I have a, a book and workbook and shameless plug for real do's and don'ts of dating. It talks about the dating experience. If you don't have it, you need to get it. But I always say that a second date is not guaranteed and you shouldn't feel like you were dumped, ghosted or anything. There's no expectations or intentions if somebody don't call you for a second date. So Kimberly also had a follow up after the first date when you want, uh, do you ask for a second date immediately? When should the second date come? The question of the second date, does it come immediately? Does it come a week later? Does it get a phone call? Either one of you can answer this. Mm. When is the second date? And do you think a man should follow up and say, I enjoy myself, but I don't want to do anything else. We're done. We're not going on another date. Personally, I don't think that either person owes an explanation if there were no expectations in the first place. See, I'm not a rhyme, too. <laughs> Anybody can answer. Second date. I would say, um, you know, sometimes you have to have a sila moment. You got to think on these things. That's good. You know, what if it's uh, really good though? Do you do sometimes? Have you ever done that before? Said, you know, I'm gonna see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've done that uh, more times. Has been they want to see me again before I'm even expressing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Well, I'm talking to him and I was about to say something and talk their clothes off of him. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm 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 a workaholic. I'm busy, so you know, I I, I need to see if even if I really really enjoyed, I still need to make sure that you know. The only time work comes before, uh, only time play comes before work is in the dictionary. So I need to make sure that, hey, all right, I got this itemized so I can really dedicate my time to who it is that I want to see. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it is uh, whether he's expressing it or she's expressing it. If you both had a good time, I don't think either one is 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 an issue. Sometimes women feel like, well, I don't want to say it because I don't want to yeah. take the lead. You just communicate. Y'all agree with that? It's all right for that. a woman to say, I like it. But, but what if yeah. you say no? What if you, that's a, isn't that an awkward thing? Because I know, I, know, I know the women that watch yeah. me, they're going to say, I would never say to a man about going on a second date. Mm-hmm. Is that? That's what they say publicly. Yeah, that's what they say publicly. It happens all the time. <laughs> Are y'all kidding it happens me? All the time. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. 100%. You, you all yeah. have had... I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know this is kind of awkward, but hey, we go out again. No, you, look, you're right, man. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't take offense to that or anything. I, don't, I think that uh, I think that we are in a day and age where women do need to be a little more aggressive. I do too. Um, just because, I mean, you know, there is a limited amount of brothers that are performing a certain way um, who have a limited amount of time. And so I, th- I, th- I don't have any, I don't have any, um, you know, problem with women being a little aggressive. Even in your DMs or 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 asking you to go out or I'm interested shooting a shot. The, the, the women asking you to go out is a little interesting to me because you know they're asking you to go out, but then all of a sudden you know somehow I end up I end up, I always pay if I do agree to it. Times in my life where I have agreed, I end up paying, which I think is a little interesting. Um, so hold, hold on, hold on. Hold yeah. on, I feel a little something here. You're saying <laughs> that if she asks you out for the first time, she should pay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm cool with whatever she wants to do. She's saying, you know, I would love to grab oh, coffee with I you one time. Oh, I can't wait to see to, these you know comments. I mean? You know, and, and I'll say, okay, well, cool. I mean, cause she, she's asking me out saying that she thinks it may be, because what I'm saying, and fellas back me up if I'm right, what I'm saying if I'm asking a woman out, I'm saying I think that we may have a spark here, and I would love to spend some more time with you to maybe see if this spark is, is, is really there. And so I think there's no problem if a woman asks that same thing, and um, you know, and I don't I don't care about who pays. I just think that is it makes it kind of iffy when a woman asks you out, um, and is it on her to pay? Is it on you? You know what I mean? It makes it a little bit different than the normal, the normal flow of things. It's a nicety, right? If a woman asks me out and pays for something, I kind of have a different level of respect for her. Like right. I'm, I'm looking at her differently because normally, even a woman would ask me out, I would normally cover the bill, right? Because for one, I showed up. Right, I showed up to the day that I didn't have to show up. I could have actually turned her down. So for me, I usually look at that as an obligation to pay for the bill. But if a woman goes out of her pocket to show me a good time, yeah. I do have a different level of no, respect absolutely. for her. That's true. And I have a different because yeah. for me, it's all about looking at her character. Like that's where I'm at right now. I'm all I'm 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 analyzing for who you are as a person. To me, to your friends, to the to person that's opening the door, to the janitor, to the person you're speaking to, I'm analyzing your character. So for me, I think that's just an indicator. So for example, I got a friend of mine that uh, he's dating a young lady. He does real estate as well too. He's dating a young lady and she's living in one of his properties and she's paying him rent. And I was like, wow, that, that tells a lot about her character. Yeah, She has enough respect for you to, to still know that you ain't paid for this for free. You right. had to work hard for yourself to gain this real estate. And why, why, do I, why should I get a free ride? Right. So I'm gonna pay you, yo, I'm gonna pay some rent. Right, I gotta pause. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a no-no dating your tenant, though. That's that is yeah, a no-no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> a, no-no. that's a no-no dating your tenant. So he tenant. wasn't dating his tenant. He, he, okay. he, it was a woman that he was dating that he looked out for. Got so it's okay. the it's okay. the reverse. Got it. Okay, and she right. still and she still pays. Right. Okay. So and of course she probably not paying 
you know, the the, the max yeah, he probably could give a little discount. Yeah, <laughs> discount. <laughs> discount. She's paying the other uh, but, but currency. Right. But think about the, the the level of like respect and, and character that, that that woman has that will go out of her pocket. The woman that she's the, the man that she's dating to to put money back in your pocket to know that this ain't for free. This ain't no free ride. I'm gonna support you just the way same way you supported me because you didn't have to give me this house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ladies, it's all right to ask the man for a second date, and it's even okay if you ask him out to, to pay. So says Ahmad. I agree with it, yeah. and I think I don't think women are aggressive enough in this day and time. You know, I come from another generation. They used to have what's called drop the hanky. You, you, yeah, they, I mean, literally, a woman would drop her hanky, and the man pick it up, and. If he's interested, he's gonna say more. Here's your handkerchief, and what's your name? Yeah, you yeah. know what they do now. What they do now? They just stare at you. That's true. And I'd be like, <laughs> they, hello. Until they get your they attention. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be like, hello. Just say hello, though. All right. So, is that what happened with you? She just stared. No, because <laughs> you looked at. You don't let her tell the story. <laughs> okay, so Kiara from Florida. Um, three questions from around. All of them are good. Do you believe? And this is ask the men. This is asked the man from ladies all over the country. Do you believe it's more important to establish wealth as a single first before you get married? Or are you open to the idea of getting married before you establish wealth? Let let me say this. For me, I believe that especially a man should be established at least some know where he's going. Because then he knows who he needs to stand by his side. Yeah, absolutely. But go ahead. Man, I think I think everything. I remember it was a song by uh, by by a great philosopher named Roderick Davis, right? Uh, AKA Gucci Man, right? <laughs> and he said a song called called Bricks, <laughs> and it was it was talking about drugs. I know this is groundbreaking studios, but it was talking about drugs. He said bricks, all white bricks. He said you want a bad chick, you gotta have bricks. This is a song when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I remember it was like a it was like a nursery rhyme. Bricks, you want a bad chick, gotta have bricks. So that suggested to me. That uh, I remember TLC used to have a son say, no, I don't want no scrub. Mm-hmm. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love mm-hmm. from me, right? Hanging out the pa- Look, what if a guy's working hard and he is in the pasture side of his? What if I'm riding around my God, you I'm riding around <laughs> with doctor, I'm riding around in, in the big G mm-hmm. with you, you know what I mean? But I'm still working to get there. I think that it's not about whether we wanted to establish wealth first or get our, our I think it's about the way we're viewed and the way men are viewed. Um, by women when they don't have uh, when they're not driving a certain car they don't have a certain watch or their place is not laid out in a certain way I think they're viewed different um, I think they're looked at as as a lower value man uh, from a woman's perspective because I really think women are the driver of that it's not about what men essentially uh, essentially want or if we feel it's not about that I think the marketplace says that look you gotta have some chips to ride this ride and but I think that, that we, does that mean that's a good man yeah. though mm. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's good. No, I'm saying. Does it mean that that man, because he has some chips and he's riding in the G way, and he's no, does that mean he's a good man though? No, not at all. Not at all. And I think that I, I think I heard it best before. I think 90 percent of women are looking for 10 percent of men. Yep. You know what I mean. So, and and every woman grows up thinking that she's a princess and thinking that she's the best thing that you know has ever happened to, you know, to that that happened to this world. And that's just not true in a man's eyes. Unfortunately, um, and I'm thinking to myself how I navigate that to, to explain it to my daughter that, you know, um, you know, you're not going to be the best thing to every man. Most men, you know, 
particularly guys sitting at this table, have lots of options. You got options in the airport. You got options when you get to your hotel room when you're traveling. You got options at your business. You got you know you got so many. Sometimes it's sensory overload. There's, there's so many you know um, options that I think that anybody handling themselves with entitlement, I think, um, gets lost in the wash a little bit. And but, we're more exposed with social media. Hundred percent. Social media opened the whole thing up. Yeah, and 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 calls you to have more options. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to yeah. add? No, I'm gonna let Eddie go. Eddie. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you're thinking about the dynamics of uh, relationships, you you have to think about, you know, ROI, you know, and you're thinking about revenue, you're thinking about all of that. And I think uh, really at the end of the day, romance without finance is a nuisance. I really think so. Um, when you're thinking about uh, e- even scripture, says the unmarried man care for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. Uh, the married man care for the things of the world, how he may please his wife. Right. And so, you know, the 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 niceties of life, the the cosmopolitan aspect of buying this and buying that and trips and these all these things, it's going to take money to do it. And I think, you know, a lot of times the old school would tell you, well, no, just just get together. If you all you're rubbing two pennies together, y'all going to make it work. That's a different day and age. Yep. When you think about inflation, when you think about the cost of living, where it is, uh, even in the the. The poorest parts of of America, so, so to speak, is still cost for you to, you know, find a roof and uh, really trying to build with somebody else. And so I think uh, really when you think about that, you really got to get have your ducks in a row. You really have to have your money together, and you really have to bring that to the table in that aspect and think about as a man being castigated and categorized as a provider, money's yeah. going to be a part prod of that and a byproduct as well. D, let me let me throw this to you. Do you ever feel as a successful man, and you all can chime in, that women see you as a meal ticket, just just a meal ticket? They they don't see you. They just Absolutely. see you. Speak, I want you to speak for men that's in that 10% because you talk to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we, we see it all day, right? Men that have that are more well-off have more access to more women. So that mm-hmm. means that, you know, the, the man with the most money could get majority of the women. So what does that tell you about the women? They're going after the money. Now, I challenge you to say that, you know, money is important, right? But what about the other essentials? What about the things that money can't buy? Because for me, I don't want to uh, overlook my wife because I don't have the money just yet. Or I don't want to overlook someone that I think could be a, a good helpmate, because that's what God is asking us to do, find a helpmate. So if someone can help me to build more, maybe, maybe, and, and, and again, that's relative, right? Maybe yeah. maybe I have enough wealth to sustain myself and, and my the woman I am and maybe a child, but maybe I don't have an, an abundance that I want. Maybe I don't have a generational amount of wealth, but this woman could come into my life and help me to expand that. Help me to grow that. Help me to grow my territory. So for me, um, I think it comes down to like the ambitions, the goals, the motivations. Is he a, is he a man of God? Like I think there's so many other things that should be put before having money than having money because there's so many other things that are more more important to having a, a fruitful relationship. Anybody yeah. right? Oh yeah, I think you. Uh, there are certain things that you can't quantify, you know, uh, in in regard to monetary. But when you live in a day and age like this, people are more so focused on your bag and your pockets and your body, 
and your money than your mentality. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you, you got to vet people. You know, you really have to have these uh, courageous and tough conversations that can't always be around, uh, you know, escargot and, uh, yeah. and $300 dates. Yeah. You know, get, get, can you love me at Starbucks level? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and if not, you know, you're able to able you, you're really able to kind of vet through and see, all right, this is who I need to keep. And this is just for how are you able to you tell know? that, though, because, you know, my thing down through the years have been I didn't know if they wanted for me for me and you two know me for me giving you a chance on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. For 16 years. I, and, and that's including everybody, because mm-hmm. I said this on the show with you all. Where did you come from? Who sent you? Do you all go through that? Like, who 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 sent you? Like, yeah. what do you, what do you want? Because you yeah. you feel like everybody is at you, you know. So how do how do you 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 talk about how do you vet that that person wants Eddie and not the stage and and the exposure that Eddie brings? One word, no. <laughs> no, yeah. You see how yeah. see how people respond to no. Mm-hmm. See how quiet when yeah. you said no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They still stay around after the exactly. no. Exactly. Right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. How do That's people really respond good. to your no and you Man. can't be here and this, that, and the other? We can't do mm. this or whatever the case may be. Boundaries. Bound exactly. Mm, setting absolutely. healthy boundaries. Yeah. And if people try to, you know, cross those boundaries and, and barricade those boundaries, so to speak. You don't hear men talk about boundaries that much. We don't, because we weren't we weren't raised to, yeah. to create them. Yeah, yeah. Right. we tell you have women talking about that non-negotiables, oh, yeah. but men should have non-negotiables yeah. and and boundaries also. Yeah. yeah, because if you have money, right, and a woman is asking you to do something with your money for her, you can tell her no. That'll show tell you. And if her response yeah. is in a way that is like, well, you have money, you should be doing these things for yeah. you. Then I think that's a clear indicator of her motives. Hundred yeah. percent. And I think as men, we got to be more clear. Because we allow women to, to stick around longer than they should, just because yeah. of because they may meet some form of needs that we may yeah. have for ourselves some some That's sexual good. needs some 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 emotional Ooh, needs being in your space needs right yeah mm-hmm. and we allow women to just occupy that space knowing that these ain't the women that we gonna yeah. be with. I just did but, a but, show on that yeah. But but I'm I'm gonna take another direction, fellas, because sometimes sometimes. You know, I want to buy the woman a nice thing. You know what I mean? Um, and it's tricky, man, because, you know, you think about somebody you appreciate and you say, man, you know, um, I appreciate you, you know. And and I, I think if she gets into the conversation saying, oh, well, you have money, X, Y, Z, starting to count your dollars, I think that's a little interesting. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, if you know somebody who you like, you know, if it makes you happy, you want to buy them that nice thing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so... And partly I've heard somebody say is, you know, I heard um, one of my, my, my older friends, man, you know, who has, you know, I say I listen to the great hairs. He has more wisdom than me. And he says, you know, you know, as long as you're making me happy, you know, you know, if, if, if this handbag or these shoes make you happy, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down for, for buying that for you. You know what I mean? And so I kind of don't. So what happens when you meet adversity? And what happens when your pockets ain't as heavy as they used to be? Well, you're also talking to a guy whose gym just blew up, so this is probably the perfect time to be saying this. <laughs> this is the perfect time to be saying this. It all drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? When but it all think, falls down. When it all falls down, right? <laughs> That's how you what they're here for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, 
you know, it's, it's funny because I, you know, I made a, I made a um, joke about that. I said, you know, you know, I was at dinner earlier. I said, you know, you know, you got to pay for this, right? Yeah. I was at a business meeting. She said, uh, sh- shut up, boy. You still, got, and this is a business relationship. Shut up, boy. You still got money, and that's the thought process of just like, you know, sometimes when you have money, you know, you shouldn't be spending it on sad thing. And I think the other thing too, Bishop, is which we would also be a good time to say, no, I got you. Because uh, I know what you're going through. I know 100%, right? Instead of, Character. you know, I, I know yeah, you got exactly. money, right? Yeah, but, but even if you do, you don't know, you don't you don't count my, yeah. Don't count what I got going on. Yeah. And then the other thing, mm-hmm. too, is I think oftentimes we are, you know, individual businessmen, right? You know, you know, I play college football, but I've never caught a pass for Detroit Lions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't rap, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that lifestyle, especially when we talk about a certain age group of women, which are right up under, I think you're right where I'm at, mm-hmm. are right up under us. They think that that like you know they think that lifestyle is a real thing. They don't know what a, they don't know what real deal like yo this money I'm making needs to go into investments and you know I can't sit here and Future. buy Chanel bags every yeah. you know what I mean. But you know I saw you know I you know, I know you got you know girls look at them little when you put the, when you, in your your cup holder when you go to the bank and they, they say a little receipt <laughs> they, they look at those mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I I tried it once they they move them they they be moved I'm like hold on she was mm-hmm. going through these I had these anyway. But they, mm-hmm. but they know, and I think someone would pressure you to not understand your vision. I think that's the difference. I don't think the problem is a woman wanting a nice thing. I think the problem is when they, you know, you set that boundary, as you said, uh, Dr. Kyrens, and, 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 and they want to overstep that. I think that's more the problem than, than, um, than wanting nice things. So, yes or no, because she's going to say we didn't answer the question. Do you establish wealth while you're single before you get married? Yes or no? Halfway there, maybe. Yeah, I think I think as long as you're heading in that direction, I think it's I think it's cool. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I want to establish wealth before I get married. Okay. Some people define wealth differently, but I think a man should establish a, a nice little nest egg for himself. Now let me reverse that. Mm-hmm. How much should she be established? All right, we ain't about oh, to get yeah. kicked off the show tonight. Oh. <laughs> you ain't beaten up, we walked out of here. Nuh-uh, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> no, hey, plot twist. I want yeah. nobody sitting by plot my car twist. when I walk out. Plot twist. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it's pre-recorded, so plot twist. Okay. So, so how much should she? Do men look men of of status and influence and wealth? How much do you look at that? Her being established, should she be? Man, I, I think I think it's great. I think it's great when women come with education and got their their own thing rolling. But more times than not, Bishop, I've learned, and these are women I've dated, women I haven't dated, women I know. Mm-hmm. The more education a woman comes with, and it's like I got aunties and everything, I got aunties with PhDs and aunties with high school diplomas, and the more education they come with, I hate to say this, Bishop, but sometimes it seems like those women are a little more problematic. Then the women who I got it, <laughs> yeah, they 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 they're a little more problematic. Just in conversation, mm-hmm. they just seem a little more like <laughs> like I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? I got my own kind of this as, as he looks type over of, to the side. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying what I'm saying, making sure nobody around. But, but, but we hate to yeah. you know we hate to talk about that. But a lot of times you know I got honest. It's hard to have conversations with because they feel like they they so entitled. To, to more of it. They hate hard to get along with, Bishop. They hard to get along with. And I'm not going to say how much money they got to have, but when it comes to education, they making their money doing their thing. Sometimes they're a little hard to get along with. I will say that. So does that mean you don't look there as much as you would look to somebody maybe not have as much of an education? 
or because because yeah. oh yeah no, yeah yeah I I think I think the first thing I value with a woman is her ability to, her submissiveness my ability to get along with her mm. you know what I mean because I've met a lot of great women um you know I remember this woman anesthesiologist she lived out of town and was a great woman you know making half a million dollars a year anesthesiologist right um big penthouse spot and I won't even name the city but man she was just very tough to get along with like just just uh somewhat combative for no reason um you know um very very little snarky very, it was kind of like very, i don't need you yeah very like just kind of like in conversation i remember we went to pow that's the restaurant not pow um uh what is that restaurant it's like asian restaurants kind of like in, like vegas and vegas chicago or some of those pf chains no i know what you're talking about tau they got me LA. Tau. Yeah, yeah, tau, tau. went to tau and it was just very like just kind of man you, I thought you know mr Childs. that's what I not mr Childs. <laughs> yeah it was um but yeah she was just very like kind of you know, I'm like, man, I'm the type of dude she wants. And she's kind of very like, like, you're not a nice person. Like, I, I could tell she had like a little mean edge to her and she felt entitled. And I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't like that. You know what I mean? I'd rather, you know, I, the half a million is nice. I'm probably not going to get none of that money anyway. But I'd rather just take a woman that got a nice regular job and that listens and that's nice to get along with and that's great yeah. to wake up to. Um, that's, just, that's just me. That's just me. So I've experienced that before, too. I've experienced that, but I don't want to generalize and put all women into that category, right? Um, for me, I do like my woman to have some education about herself, some wealth about herself, some substance about herself, because for me, it's not just about me, right? I want to be equally yoked, right? I don't, I don't want to be talking down or talking up. I want to be talking eye to eye. I want us to be strategizing together, strategizing together, because for me, two things, right? Legacy. When we have children, my ch- my daughters will emulate their mother. Mm. Can is the woman I marry someone that I want my children to look up to? For me, I want my woman to be educated. I want my woman mm. to. She may not have the biggest bank, right? She may not make yep. more money than me, but she got to contribute because again, you talked about inflation. Mm. You talked about we we know. We know the power of two households income and what that does for the family. You're not talking 50 50. We ain't gonna get into 50 50. So you change <laughs> no, it. Like you it sounds like you're talking 50 50. It sounds like you're talking 50 50. So I know you probably don't follow me, but I'm a I'm an advocate against I, I mean I've done all kinds of videos. I've gotten yeah. I've gotten cussed out. I got a video out there that has a million views called for that. You talking 50 50? Are you talking I'm not talking 50 50, I'm talking weighted average. So I'm talking contributing like to no, like, let me ask you this. Do you believe that the man should take care of the basics, the mortgage, the car, utilities and all that, and then she adds? Absolutely. Okay, then we good. You yeah, that's fair. Okay, we're not gonna end the show. Because then you got the Wi Fi, <laughs> the utilities, the, the, the groceries, all that stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, I think okay. that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah. But that okay. still contributes to the overall yeah, 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 pool yeah. of money that the family can have. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not about just about for me, I'm building I'm building generations. Yes. Like I'm thinking ten generations. Mm-hmm. So how do I build yeah, I can build a, a, a small enough nest egg that can get passed along, but if mm-hmm. I got a partner, we can build a bigger nest egg. Yeah. Right, that can get passed down. They can build a bigger nest egg. So for me, we live in a generation where women can make just as much as men can. Mm-hmm. So why do we feel like they they we should go for the lesser value women that that don't have the level of education or don't can't pay some pains of bills? Right, we all know what it looks like when the when the financial stress is on the men. Mm-hmm. 
and we got to go work 24 hours a day, have three jobs in order to pay the bills or to force to go on vacation or for us to have a nice city. It's like, why can't we share the burden? Yeah. Right? Why can't? Because God, again, <laughs> it's, it's a... <laughs> It's a hell made. So for me, I'm building legacies. Um, and for me, just the full circle, I want my, my my daughters to emulate the woman that I marry. So I want my woman to be educated. I want her to strategize. I want her to be able to give input. I want her to be able to see my blind spots. I don't want her to just be a fly on the wall. Because that's usually what most women do that are not of, of a level of education. They just present. They just fly on the wall. They just having fun, right? But I want a woman that could... Give me strategy, help me think, help me resolve conflict, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta get my brother. I gotta get my brother. I gotta feel the gloves. I gotta get my brother. He came in here. I gotta get my brother. And this, this is this where we're gonna have fun. So the next good. question is you. really gonna go, go ahead, Amon. No, it's just I, I think I think I think in a perfect world, I think in a perfect world that has, and I'm 34 now for context. I think in a perfect world that is great. Right, in a perfect world, that's great. I'm just saying, so many times women I've dated and haven't dated, that typically is not the case, right? That's typically it's cool if you know if a woman making just as much money as you, and she's saying, you know what, you know, you're the leader of the household, like you know, like it says in the word, you know, um, you know, you lead the household, and I'm looking for you for guidance and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you more times than not, if you go look at, and I got a, I got a big case study. Uh, you know, because I got a popular gym of women, and, and I've had women who are in that gym who are divorced. Mm-hmm. And when I ask those women, those women who are divorced, they lawyers, they PhDs, they still pulling up in a nice brand new shiny Lincoln, you know what I mean, or Escalade or something. Um, and we have these discussions all the time, and the fact that their thought process, they, they were able to pay bills and help and do all that. You know what I mean? That was That's the easy part for them. Yeah. It's the fact that they really want to, you got to ask yourself, is the woman I'm dealing with right now, does she really want to listen? Yeah. You know? I ask women that all the time. I'm like, you know, to Armand, you my, 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 my boyfriend, my husband, he X, Y, Z. I said, let me ask you something. Would you, do you want to listen? They said, what you mean? Would you like to listen? Some women say, oh, I'd love for you to tell me what to do. You know, I love to be guided, right? Yeah. You know, other women are like, no, when I think about it, I really don't want to listen to nobody. And more times than not, I'm just saying, as a disclaimer, not grouping them together, as a disclaimer, that comes from women who are, uh, who, who have a little more masculine energy and have been able to make a certain amount of money and where they like, you know what, you know, I would like to have a man, but really I don't need you. And we have divorce rates that speak towards exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. They may not need, but but a lot of them are saying, I'm a, they don't need, but they do want. They do want. They, right. they won't admit that. But one ain't going to keep you. One no. ain't going to keep you together. No. It's, you know what I'm saying? No, it's not. <laughs> one ain't going to go, you know, no. when it, you know through, through the, what they say, for better or worse. When they get worse, they leave. And we got statistics that say that. They out the door. So I did a show prior to this one with two women, two men. But I want to ask you all, because this was one of the questions that came up, and we're going to stay right here, and Eddie, you can chime in. And I think I know the answer from D. <laughs> we friends now. <laughs> I think based upon what he said. But there's a thing now that, and Steve Harvey talked about it, do you ask a woman, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> Eddie, starting with you. Well, do you, do, Is it okay? To ask a woman, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. Not uh, just your table. Right, right, right. Um, I I think, um, let let me even go back to what you were talking about. Uh, You know, there's a satirical statement made by Chris Rock who said that Jay-Z would still uh, date Beyonce if she worked at Burger King. Right. 
but Beyonce would not date Jay-Z if he worked at Burger King. <laughs> you see, there is a, a difference in a dichotomy in, in relationship to a man being the provider and, of course, being the, the person who brings home the bacon in that aspect. Uh, when you think about, you know, who's bringing what to the table, um, you know, it, it is uh, Shirley Chisholm who said, you know, uh, bring a folding chair at least. <laughs> you know, um, wh- what are you adding to the table? There's already a table. What are you able to add to it? And I, I think beyond that, it is uh, the truth and transparency about what you have gone through. Uh, when you think about the divorce rate, 70 percent of divorces are filed by women and generally is because of irreconcilable differences. I was not happy. Right. Right. And so when you talk about is what our mindset yeah. for better, for worse, what do we quantify as for worse? Yeah. You know, because a lot of times we're just going into for, for the better and for the happy. Yeah. And we have not necessarily itemized. Mm. This is a deal breaker for me. This is what hurts me. This is what's traumatic to me. This is what's a trigger to me because of how I was raised or because of this is what loved looked like to me or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. These are my uh, boundaries. This is, uh, in many cases, beyond just what the five love languages are. Safety and security is not necessarily maybe one of them that's right. on there, but it is for me. Right. You know, and I think when we really have those courageous conversations about beyond just your body and beyond just his money, mm-hmm. what do you really bring that is for longevity? Yeah. Right. Because, you know, these days people are getting married for a wedding. A wedding yeah. is a sprint, but a yeah. marriage is a marathon. Yeah, they don't think about yeah. they don't they yeah. don't think about uh, what happens after the wedding. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That there's a whole Absolutely. marriage. It's like you wake up the next morning like, OK, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And because they've only provide they only prepare for one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. marriage is supposed to be for that was a lifetime. The pinnacle. Yeah. 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 That exactly. was the pinnacle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's next? And really marriage is supposed to be forever it's a lifetime thing but it's the only thing we don't prepare for mm-hmm. and that's scary yeah. bishop the whole thing of that, that that as a as a young man a married man that's a scary thing to bet your you know that's a scary thing to bet your future on yeah <laughs> then i were just talking about real estate because it's a nice tangible asset yeah it's a solid rock you can build your foundation <clears throat> on and you talk about you know investing this time and money and energy and building this great relationship, which you think is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, for somebody to want to walk out on you, I think it's I think it's a scary thing. Let, let, let me let me let me. Um, I want to stay in the same vein. Kiara also asks, "Do you believe very successful men can truly find happiness and have their needs met by highly driven and successful women who have the same demanding schedules as they do?" Or do they believe they are more compatible with women who aren't as career-driven or busy? Mm. So to answer your first question, mm-hmm. do I ask? Uh, do I ask a woman what does she bring to the table? Oh, so yeah, I didn't, yeah, I'm sorry. Never, I never ask that because as a man, I should I should be clear in who I'm dating. I should be clear in her character, her morals, if she what her faith is, what her religion is. I can see what you bring to the table. I don't got to ask you anything. I can see how you contribute on a daily basis to our relationship. Are you are you depositing or are you withdrawing? I can see how you conduct yourself around people. I can see what your motives is, what your I I as a man, I feel like we should be able to understand like what a woman brings to the table. We should have we should ask good enough questions 
to see what she brings to the table. It should never be what do you bring to the table. It should be oh, what is your what's your what are you motivated in? What's your goals? What's your ambitions? What are you focused on? Um, what what is what is your religion? What is your faith? What like all of these questions give us insight and information for us to make a decision. So you should watch more than the next question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. See if it's yeah. I I, I actually say that in my book that I think that we ask too many questions because people will say whatever you want them to say. Mm -hmm. But do your words line up with your actions? Absolutely. Because she can say all day long. I she can, you. and I think that that level of discernment, we can read BS. Absolutely. You yeah. you, you heard that BS come out of her mouth. Absolutely. You validated <laughs> it for her or you, or you didn't validate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So I think that we just got to be more clear, more clear on what we who we are and more clear on what we're looking for. I think when we get clear on that, we can easily identify what women bring to the table and what they don't. We know when women here just for a good time. Yeah. Or we know when women, or you know the woman that's like, oh, she ready for marriage. Like, she own me. She, yeah, she yeah. trying to get me. You, we say that to the right, fellas, right? Right, absolutely. So we don't say that. How soon do you know that? How soon know what? What was the question? Hold on. The marriage. That, that, that she ready for marriage. That she ready for marriage. What you just said to him. From her perspective or from your perspective? From your perspective. From, how, how, soon how, do do, I, how, how do you know? How soon do you know that she's ready for marriage? All right, let me take let me let me make that point. Let me change that point. I don't I want to say she's ready for marriage or cuz cuz it's marriage material. I want to say marriage in that in that moment what I was saying to um our mom was that when women are kind of like pushing marriage or like really trying to marry you. Now, knowing when they are ready. Yeah, but I want I want to go When I, when I don't want to know ready yeah. for marriage. I've never been married. Right? And I can tell you what I know what a woman looks like for being my girlfriend. I, like I've never been engaged. I never. So you're not dating her as a girlfriend, as a potential wife. I am. So for me, I look at it like this: like there's levels to relationships. Mm -hmm. At each level, you unlock a different person, or a different, or a different uh, accolade or asset. So for me, when I first meet somebody, we're just friends, right? We just having that friend. We 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 may not get into too much in deep deep details, but when I start dating you, I'm dating you with intentions to, for you to be my girlfriend. And then when I get you my girlfriend, I'm dating you to to for potential to be engaged to you. Now when I'm engaged to you, I'm in dating you because I want to see. Who so you, you don't have to ever be married before to know what you want in a wife if you know what you want. In a girlfriend, is that what in you a want? wife? I think that people evolve. And I think that as you evolve, she evolves. And I think that at every level, you must do your due diligence and, and, and constantly analyze that relationship. Because what you, needed as a, what you needed her as a girlfriend may not be the same things you need as a wife. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think... I don't know hmm. if I agree with that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think the same things... Real heavy. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me just... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Because if, you, if your intentions are right and if you're serious about the person then you're dating her as a girlfriend. See, a wife, a, a woman don't become a wife. She's already a wife. You're already Absolutely. a husband. So I don't know if I fully, I, I hear you, but I don't know if I fully agree with that. I think she's already a wife. The, the, the question is, is she your wife based upon your expectations of what you want in a wife? Okay. And do you think your expectations ever change? They evolve. Right. And that's the point I'm trying to say. Like, your expectations evolve as... Y'all evolve, and then you then you need to have that conversation because mm -hmm. this is what I went through. I was married twenty years, and what happened was what had happened was yeah. <laughs> uh, we did everything together, and then here comes this great opportunity to do the Word Network and be their first host for my own show, and 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 that wasn't her thing. 
And so what happened was we never talked about the terms and condition had changed. That now I'm just doing this and she's not a part of this. So we needed to have a conversation because mm-hmm. the terms of condition had changed. And yeah. a lot of times we don't talk about that evolution that you're talking about. So do you think that by communicating your expectations at, at this next level would have saved your marriage? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I'm an advocate for, uh, you know how you get PayPal to tell you or one of your, your they'll tell you, Please read this. The terms of condition have changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please read the signs mm-hmm. yeah. of your relationship or your marriage. Because the term, but because you are climbing that ladder, that's why I tell younger guys all the time: as you climb in the ladder, um, don't forget the person that you're with. Because we did that. Both it was both of us. But you know whose fault it really was? It was mine's mm-hmm. because I'm the man, and I should have slowed down and said, "Hey, we losing this for success." You know, American Gangster said, uh, he said, uh, what do you do when success is killing you? Success success, take a shot at you. Yeah, Yeah, success is taking a shot at you. So I think that even as you're talking to that person as a girlfriend, if your intentions are right, you're seeing them as a wife. So I think at that point, if you are growing even then, you need to say it. I agree with that. Not, not, not. Let me ask you this. Cause this is good, Ray. I'm, I'm in the hot seat. Boy. <laughs> do 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 you do you either one of y'all? Cause I don't want you to feel like that. No, I'm either, messing with you. Either one of y'all. Do you feel that when you first start talking to her, if your girlfriend are too long, that you can outgrow her? <laughs> you put him in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> either one of y'all. Y'all help him. Can you, mm. forget about who's sitting over there? <laughs> okay. Ask it one more time. Do you think as you see her as a girlfriend? Yeah. Because I think that sometimes we grow on the girlfriend boyfriend level that you can outgrow. I mean, let's remember one of Tyler Perry's favorite movies, um, the one that he was married, getting married to Gabrielle Union. What was that? Um, I can't think of the movie. Anyway, he decided that he had evolved. He didn't want to be this this great. Uh, uh, a mogul. He just wanted to go and enjoy life, and he ended up dating the the maintenance lady, the the, the housekeeper of, of right. the building. And he, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. deeds. Yeah, good deeds. Yeah, yeah. good deeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He evolved into something else, and they never got married. They announced to everybody that the engagement is off, and Gabrielle understood he needed more than that. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the things that I cared cared about when I was married for 20 years, climbing the ladder. I want somebody to love me now. Yeah. I'm at a different place. Okay. I want them to have a little bit too now. Don't get mm-hmm. me. So do you think, gentlemen, that that girlfriend, you can outgrow them if they don't grow together, if you don't grow together? So your thoughts is that if he would have made You put me on the hot seat now. Yeah, yeah. It's not even asking for clarity, right? <laughs> If 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 um, the husband in good deeds would have made Gabrielle his wife, you think that they miserable, right? Because he because he evolved from her. They 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 went this way, and she understood. Mm-hmm. Real love will release you, and know that you're not the one. He needed 
He needed to spread his wings and enjoy life. And that woman that had nothing caused them to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And he evaluated the situation yeah. at, at, at the girlfriend stage mm -hmm. and identified that Gabrielle... Fiance. Well, fiance stage. Mm -hmm. and, he, and they walked into that reception, I mean, to that announcement of their supposedly that they were getting ready to get married mm -hmm. and said, we're not getting married. Because his expectations have changed. Expectations have changed. Yeah. yeah. Before they got married. I think many people need to do that. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Is the person clipping your wings or causing you to spread your wings? Yeah. You know. What I, he I, said. I, <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's, it's, he can sum up everything we just said and make us sound stupid. <laughs> no, yeah. You, you're not going to ask me? Good. You're not going to ask me? Yeah, I'm going to answer you. Um, <laughs> uh, He's going to get in that car He said them oh, good words, man. Like uh, that. I forgot what I was saying. You, you, and sometimes you can just she, point at uh, him and say that. <laughs> sometimes a woman can feel as if she has ascended to a level quicker than beyond where the relationship really is as well. You on a job and you feel like you need a promotion, you just two weeks in. <laughs> you ain't put enough time in. Mm, I'm, right. I'm looking at all these issues that we're having. Let's deal with this on this level because if we ascend and we take these same problems to this level, we gonna crash. Mm. So yeah. it, has to, it has to be where are we at both to where we take it to another level. And, the, and if you feel like these problems or these scenarios or the, whatever we can't overcome at the girlfriend level, do you think that's prerequisite to go to the next level? Like if we can't yeah. get over yeah. these challenges, then how, why, why should why we should go we to the right. next why level? You don't. You don't. It, then it becomes, shameless plug for my next book, my book that just came out, Compatibility Factor, there's no compatibility. Mm. Yeah. So back to your first statement then. So, <laughs> right? Come on. We said she was a wife. Mm -hmm. Just not yours. Okay. She's just not your wife. She is a wife. She's just not your wife. Too many, too many bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. Not compatible. She is a wife. Right. One man's trash is what? <laughs> another man's treasure. Another man's treasure. Or, or as the man said, another man's come up. Mm. So she's a wife. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we, we discard people because they're not for us. Yeah. But they yeah. are for somebody. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, you ain't getting out of that easy. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm wiggling my way out. You keep snatching me back. <laughs> Y'all came to talk and you listen to me. <laughs> I'm trying to get some wisdom here. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think that I think it's more admirable to walk away. And I've been here and I'm talking from. Yeah. It's more ab admirable to walk away than to mess lives up because you're worried about what a bunch of people. I mean, in good deeds. Oh, man. Yeah. The reception was full. Mm -hmm. I mean, people he worked with, people with money, his mama. Yeah. Yeah. But what's more important <clears throat> to say that I'd rather walk away from all of y'all and be happy than to walk into something and be unhappy? And how many yeah. times do we do that? Know that yeah. this ain't the one. So, yeah. Is that courage? It is. Right? Because it is courage. You got to face someone that truly probably loves you mm -hmm. deep down inside. But you is that enough? It's not enough. But is it a, for most people, that's enough to stay? We fool ourselves to think that, but, you know. Love is enough? Yeah. Tina told us. 
We didn't listen to it. What's love got to do with it? This way, everybody did. put me on there. What's love? <laughs> no, seriously, it, it's a secondhand emotion. I mean, sometimes you have to switch from love to logic. That's right. Love has caused a lot of folk to have children that didn't want to have. Love has caused a lot of people yeah. to have bills they didn't want to have. Love has caused, I mean, What's, yeah, I mean, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. I love you enough to say goodbye. Right. Mm -hmm. It's painful. Yeah. Sometimes your heart will take you where your mind can't keep you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. how many yeah. people have gotten married to somebody that they look at and they know this is not the one, and then it leads to cheating? Mm. Then you have, right. the, you have the, what they call them? The, what piece is that? The side piece? <laughs> the yeah. chicken? Side piece. Side <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that... And this is a quick caveat, Bishop. If you want to go in a different direction, mm -mm. let me know. I, I think that <clears throat> married couples should be more honest about how forgiving or how they've navigated with cheating. Because I think that so many people who are not married, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, all of us are, are very scared of being cheated on. And, you know, you talk to, you know, I talk to women about relationship and they say, well, you know, well, you know, I'm just not trying to get cheated on. And like, that's their focus to not get cheated on. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> um, I think people make mistakes in general, and I think we're doomed as a generation if we go into marriage and the focus is getting cheated on all the time. Now, I know that's a lot of social media, but social media is like leading our conversation a lot of times. But Absolutely. It's all we're about right like now. getting cheated on right and how to be. This is about right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you look at all the relationship content, it's about like getting cheated yeah, on. Like, yeah. if you know, like it's literally so much of it is, is, is the fear of getting cheated on. Or, you know, and I think that when we talk about marriage, I say all the time, woman cheat on me, I'm, you know, I'm getting rid of her. And, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You know, two seconds flat. And I think to myself, I vow to this woman and say, to death do his part. And I really believe those vows that I say before the congregation, before the Lord, you know, cheating is not a reason to leave. Mm -hmm. we, we love to, you know, be, you know, scriptural layer people. But then, and, and please, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, Bishop, cheating is not a reason to leave a man, away, I mean, a marriage. I agree. You know, and so... I just think it's so interesting that so many people are so nervous around when they say they were cheating and you know, everyone gets so nervous when it's like, hey, look, you know what? When I'm getting married, going to altar, oh, I got I to go I, I, I I look at the fact that maybe one day my, you know, my girl is as, you know, I'm not always going to maybe look this way. I'm not always going to be as able-bodied. And maybe one day she, my woman might cheat on me, yeah. you know, and, and, and that, you know, I can't believe I'm even saying that, but I'm, you know, I got a few gray hairs now, do, so I'm so, getting a little so, more humble. So do you feel the same way if she cheat on you? Yeah, I, I think that. Um, you stay? Cause men, I, I don't believe men can handle like women. No, no. I, 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 right now in my head, I say, I say, I can't because I feel like women cheat. It's like an emotional cheat. And then, you know, a lot of times when men cheat, we just wanted to try a different restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we, just wanted, we like, man, you know what? I, look, I had London oh, Chop House. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. You know, I'm just being honest. When men cheat, it just be like, man, I just want, man, I, man, I got caught in a moment of weakness. Mm. You know. And um, but women cheat, you know, it's been this festering of, you know, that work boyfriend been working on it for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's I think the difference is. But I just I, I think that um, I don't know. I want to change the subject, but I just think that no, when I hear cheating, I think that people try to shut relationship down because somebody cheated. And at the end of the day, when we talk about marriage, you know, you don't say uh, love them to death, do a part unless you cheat. So and we, we, we can close with this. Y'all got to come back. We didn't even get we didn't even get past. We didn't even get I, I mean I didn't even get to question three. We with two questions. So about that cheating thing. Um 
Do you think that a man can do without cheating? Do you think that a man can actually just be with one woman, honestly? <laughs> you're like, you're oh, like, you was asking me? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, because you started the cheating thing. You, mm -hmm. you switched it, so I'm going to go with it. And you don't have to answer because you have No, to. I'm going to answer this one. <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing the work, though. Okay. You know what I mean? So I can, I can answer this one. Man. It's you know I, you know I got you know I, I got a boxing gym bishop and I love boxing because boxing is one of those things until you get in the ring you don't really know what most people don't know what they're doing until they get in the ring until you until you get that grease in your face. Do you dance your, when you box? Do I dance like box? Muhammad Ali did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I dance a little bit. I can tell because you're dancing around this question. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying to draw it down. I'm trying to bring you closer. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, <laughs> no, I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you around one. Dancing. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I'll say is I don't. I don't know because I've never. I've never been married. I don't know what it feels like to have that constraint of. And I'm also saying out of humility because I don't want to seem like mm -hmm. for every man who's ever been to marriage and cheated to think that I'm better that I can do it better. Like you know, what? I go in there. Yeah. I ain't never gonna cheat. You know, life has humbled me and taught me, like, look, before you go in that thing, you better just say a prayer and, and, and say, you know, God, give me grace if I do mess up. Um, but my hope is that I can go without cheating. But I don't know if it's the same as having a girlfriend not cheating and having a wife and not cheating. I've also never had to do anything in my life that was to death do your part. Everything that we do in our lives, I can get out of my car lease. I can sell the house I live in. You know, I can get rid of any, I can change any situation in my life. Wow, that's good. With the good. exception of my little daughter. You know what I'm saying? I can change any situation. That's I can good. Get, I can get, and some men choose not to take care of that, but I mean, I'm mean, i just saying like, yeah. I can get out of any stretch of my life, but that marriage, that one thing that say to death do your part. Yeah. yeah, you're like, mm -hmm. man, I got to forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever. You know what I mean? And I think that... Men may not talk about it, but I know in my mm -hmm. head that's a huge leap for me to take to say, man, I, you know, I got to do this thing for forever, you know, and I think forever is a long time. So do you believe <laughs> that, <laughs> that a man can actually be with one woman? It got to be a commercial break or something. So it got to be not, some type of... And yeah. the seats are not heated. No, I think, <laughs> I'm like, man, Bishop got massage here too. It's like my car seats. <laughs> he did massage. No, um, I think so because I, I know men in my head. I know men, um, my real estate partner as well, who are 100% faithful men. But then at the end of the day, I don't know what they do. When they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I, I think I know men, you know what I mean? In my family, my Uncle Tony, I can think of men in my life who are, um, you know, who, who I think are faithful men. Um, but I know some things I don't know about them because some things they don't know about me, you mm -hmm. know? And so in my head, I like to think, yeah, of course you can be faithful. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I, I, you know, yes, yes. I yeah, think but a man no, can but be some kind of maybe. Man, yeah, yeah. I think a man can be with one I, I, woman. I, I feel like I only knew one man that was like my grandfather. Cause I knew, we knew where he was at all time. If he did, he cheated on the moon. <laughs> I promise you. Cause yeah. he, he was there taking my grandmother to work every day. You know, when he got off of work, he came back home, and then he went and picked her up. But how old was Granddad then? When you when he was Granddad, by the time he was Granddad, he already was how old? Well, I moved here. I, I was nine when I moved with them, so he okay. was already sixty. Right. Fifty. Yeah, he lived until he was ninety three. Okay. I mean, if I'm eighty ninety, I can chill out. You know what I mean? But 30, 40, 50, 60, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know. So you think that it is not older guys that cheat? I think there may be. They've but I think been it's having easy. other families for years. I know. But now we got social media. 
No. <laughs> oh, cheating. Yes. No. Okay, you own. You say you got you got this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and this is not because my girlfriend is in the room. No, I believe you. Um, but I, I used to have the I don't I don't think it matters of where you're at, um, as far as like relationship wise. I think it comes down to self discipline. Right? That's something that you gotta uh balance before you even get married, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can you can be with one woman as your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You actually can have you actually can have no sexual partners until you get married. Right. If you self discipline. Right? Exactly, yeah. I used to think that um I used to think the same way, right? And it's and it's mainly because of how I was brought up and what I saw. I saw my mother cheating on my father, my uh, father cheating on my mother, my uncles cheating, I saw all my friends, multiple girlfriends. So I had a skewed upbringing. And it it led me to think that it was impossible for men to only be with one woman and how yeah. how do we as a, at an early age I could not understand how I was going to figure this thing out I just couldn't right and it honestly took God to help me figure this thing out it honestly took God to help me to understand that yes you can have one woman and you don't have to cheat on her I met and God took me on a series of paths right I, I met three gentlemen one gentleman we had uh, lunch together in a private setting and we talked like men talk, right? He had no reason to tell mm-hmm. me that he didn't cheat on his wife. But he told me, he's like, I, I've, I got six kids I've never cheated on. He could have told me all of these war stories mm-hmm. and how he did all of this and that and the third, but he wanted to, he planted a seed in me. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. didn't even know what it was going to grow to, but I was, I was in awe because I couldn't understand how a good looking brother making good money, how you, you doing what? Driving a nice car. And that's what most men don't get a chance to hear and experience. Yes. Yeah. And I heard it. That is possible. It's very possible. Yeah. So for me, it planted a seed in me and it just grew. And it grew and it grew and it grew. Yeah. And then I got a, my relationship with God and I got in the word. And I started reading about all the sexual immorality and mm-hmm. all of the things that you're going to get by having that sexual immorality. So mm-hmm. for me, my fear in God will not let me cheat on my wife. I'm I'm so afraid of God that of the consequences that's gonna come when I cheat on my wife, I won't dare do it. So for me, I think it's about really practicing that self discipline right now. Mm-hmm. You can do it with your girlfriend, right? You can practice sexual discipline with your girlfriend today. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait till you marry. You don't have to wait till you get engaged or like, all right, this is my last hoorah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm about yeah. to uh, go out with a bang and then I'm gonna right. cut because it, it don't work like that. Yeah, it don't. Right, it works like you putting in the work every day, putting in them reps. You like you go to the gym, right? Yeah. 100%. You ain't get that big by just, you know, the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta constantly show up yeah. for yourself, for God, and for and for the woman you say you care about. Cause mm-hmm. if you say you want to have this covenant with God, then how dare you break that covenant? How dare you how dare you say you, you know, to, to death do his part and you and you believe in God and yeah. you and you had this covenant in front of God and, and then be disobedient. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I believe that men, there are a lot of men out there that we don't hear about that don't cheat on their wives. There are a lot of men out there that are celibate today that because they aren't because they ain't out there shouting to the world and it ain't the sexy thing to do. Yeah. Because the sexy thing to do is to have four or five women on our arms. Right. But we know the the path that leads down. And some of us that are doing the work, some of that are some of us that are following God, we know that that's going to only going to cause more trauma. We don't get the glory 
by having all of these women. Right, you get the glory by doing what what, what God told us in His Word, mm-hmm. and He gave us clear instructions. Yeah, Eddie, uh, this is a great conversation. Uh, unfortunately, for us as men, our first shot at monogamy is marriage, and we fail miserably, mm. simply because we know how to love a woman. We know how to love a thousand women. We've never been taught the whole aspect of discipline to love a woman a That's thousand good. ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you think even about the dichotomy yeah. between men and women, women are taught, they've grown up, they're raised to say no, but they're not raised to hear no. You think about us as men, we're yeah, taught to hear no, yeah. but we're not taught to say no. So what happens when a woman who's not taught to hear no makes a move on a man who's not taught to say no? Mm. And if he does not acquiesce, is something mm-hmm. sexually wrong with you? What's up? What's wrong with you, brother? What, you, yeah. you don't love Jesus that much. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if if we don't have that type of discipline to be a Joseph yeah. and run and away run. Yeah. from that, to flee sexual immorality, as you were referring to, it'll it always be a uh, quicksand that we'll, we can't ever escape quick enough. Yeah. Hey, y'all. We're going to do it. We're going we gonna to bring them back. We didn't even get through half the questions. If you want to send questions, you can go to our email address, groundbreakingpro at gmail.com. Groundbreakingpro is on the screen at gmail.com. And for the next show, we'll, we'll consider your questions. Make sure you put in there where you're from. Uh, this has been um, enlightening. Some of you would say it's been interesting, but I think it has been uh, thought provoking. Um, I tried to get some rhymes like Eddie, but I couldn't. <laughs> no, you got um, him. Thank you all so much uh, for coming, brothers. Tell us where we can find you. The revolution not only be televised, it'll be digitized. Connect with me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We don't stop. At Eddie Connor, J-R, E-D-D-I-E-C-O-N-N-O-R. Put some respect on my name, J-R. <laughs> can you do my outro too? <laughs> right. right. You can do all of them. You got it. You can find me on all social media platforms at Mr. Revere. Mr. Revere. Mr. Revere. All right. Uh, you can find me everywhere at ArmandRashad.com. Um, A R M O N D R A S H A D. And um, you can find me at Bishop Greg Davis. Make sure that you hit the subscribe and the like button. Uh, to keep that algorithm going, we're working on our YouTube channel. As you see, it's getting better and better. At the bottom, there's a place to donate. Keep us coming. Support the studio. Support what we're doing. Uh, in addition to that, I have a four-book bundle, uh, the Relationship Book Bundle, When the Right One Comes. Uh, and then also, listen, every um, Monday night at 10 p.m., you can catch us right here. Go with God, y'all. Get your Go with God gear. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Kay. That's our staff here. Peace out.